Hi guys, um, before I start <laughs> today's episode, now I feel I have to say uh, hi guys, hola Latinas, hola amigas, hello everyone in Spanish, Portuguese and English, because this week I announced and I'm very, very honored, first of all, proud, yes, but mostly very, very honored that now this podcast that I've been doing with so much love and a ton of work, Cat on the Loose, is a part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Um, I have no words to thank them for including me and believing in my work. It means the world to me. Uh, it's been a very, very epic, <laughs> overwhelming week for me. Um, Cat on the Loose the stats for Spotify Wrapped came out and the numbers are like incredibly big for my head. <laughs> They're amazing. We are on the top 5% most shared and downloaded podcasts globally in the world. There are over two and a half million podcasts and we're on the top 5%. That is really, really huge. We are also in the top 15% most followed podcasts in the world. Uh, our growth was incredible. Over 245% more listeners worldwide. And I am just really excited because if you're enjoying the content, if you're enjoying the conversations, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you think, if it makes you um, date better or think about it. I feel like I'm doing my job. This is like totally an open platform for all of us. And I am very grateful for each and every single one of you that listens. Please keep sending me messages, ideas. I am trying to book incredible guests coming up. So it's just getting better and better and better. And it's for all of us. And I do it with all my heart. And people ask me all the time if I'm an expert in these topics. And you guys know it's the opposite. I'm just a girl trying to figure everything out. And I learn a lot as I go. And I really, really hope I inspire you girls to follow your dreams. Go after whatever it is that you want to do in this life. Just go for it. And you know what? If you are in any kind of relationship, any kind, dating or married or not married, engaged, that is not making 1 million percent fulfilled and happy, you have the right to move on and try to find the right person for you. I think this is what I've learned in this journey. Self-love comes first and we all deserve a fulfilling, wonderful relationship that makes us smile and makes our, our lives even richer. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Latina podcasters. Gracias, gracias, gracias for believing in me. And I'm very excited to, to do this interview today. Steve Longe, he's insanely successful. You guys can Google him. He uh, is a movie producer and he's a nice, 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 nice guy. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And I will come back very soon. Many kisses, beijos, pesos, besitos. Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. We are here in the beautiful Soho House, West Hollywood, with my very, very special guest. He's very successful, crazy talented, so I'm very excited. And I'm here with him. You're nice enough to come and do this. Let me introduce you. Steve Longi. Hi, Steve. Hello. Well, you had the crazy part, right? <laughs> crazy talented. Crazy talented. All right. I'll Thank you. That. Thank That's you for welcome to Cat you. on the Loose. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. So we met at an event a few weeks ago, and I was reading about you and your career at the Heart of Hollywood magazine, which, by the way, you're the cover boy. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not used to being on the cover, but I should get used to it, right? Of course, you of should course. get used to it, of right? Of course. But um, I, I'm, I'm a huge admirer of your work. You know so oh. much about this industry. Thank you. So when I told people that I was going to interview you, I don't know, believe it or not, I started getting dozens of questions for you. Really? Yes, really. Because, you know, people have this curiosity, especially because we live in L.A., and we work in the industry. But people that don't live in L.A. and don't, don't live in Hollywood, you know, there is all this stigma and curiosity and, and, and questions about the industry in general. And it's not every day that we have access to somebody that actually works mm -hmm. in the industry. So I think 
that's what attracts people to, um, uh, you know, asking questions to you about it. So are you ready? Are you game to asking anything? I Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So let's start. Well, so let's give a, a little bit of a background first, people that okay. don't know you. Can you tell them, like, how long you've been here? How did you get in the movie industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm originally from New Jersey, so yeah. I grew up on the East Coast. And when I was a little kid, all I dreamt about, all I thought about was making movies. So in my backyard, I, you know, my dad bought me a Super 8 camera. So this is back, like, you know, in the late 70s. Wow. And uh, I used to make my own movies. Uh -huh. And I'd make disaster movies. So uh, I'd light things on fire and I'd flood things. And, really? Uh, like when yeah. you were a little kid? When I was probably about, you know... 12 years old, wow. 11 or 12 years old, okay. something like that. Okay. Yes, I would uh, I would be shooting my own <laughs> movies and uh, dreaming of coming to Los oh. Angeles someday, coming to Hollywood to make movies. Oh. So from a very young age, this was something that I really had a passion for. And uh, I think I was very fortunate because I talked to a lot of people. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, uh, when they're starting out, don't yeah. exactly know what right. they want to do right. or where they should be. And right. I just always knew where I should be and what I wanted to do. But how did you get, like, okay, so you're a kid and, yeah, that's great. So, obviously, it was a calling from the get-go. But So, you decided to move to LA. How did you manage to actually get in the business? Because that's, like, the number one question people ask, mm -hmm. like, I want to do movies, I want to produce, I want to act, I want to direct. How do you open that door? Or in your case, how do you do it? Yeah, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, it was something that I was trying to figure out for a long time, actually. So the first thing was to move to California, yeah. which I did. So I was uh, going to school at the time. I was in college at this point mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to get my degree. Mm -hmm. um, and in the meantime, you know, pursuing opportunities in the movie industry mm -hmm. and the opportunity I came across was to be an intern at a production company so uh, okay. back at this point in time interning was a really strong way to kind of get involved and make the kind of connections that you're that's a good need. you don't think it is anymore I don't know. I mean, I'm a big believer in fair pay for, yeah. for fair, you know, yeah. for work. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a delicate subject, but I also believe in uh, you know, taking the time mm -hmm. because if you're going to go to film school, it's going to cost a whole lot yes. more to go that route. And that really doesn't put yeah. you inside the industry. Yeah. So I think there is a value trade uh, uh -huh. when someone comes in and offers their time mm -hmm. and energy in exchange for experience. So True. I think there is value yeah. in that. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be monetary, uh -huh. but I, you know, I also am not crazy about people being exploited in those positions. Right. And believe me, I see, a, <laughs> you know, a lot of that going on these days you know just look at you know they put an advertisement for an intern and the advert you know in, in the advertisement there's like skills that you you know you, that professionals would have developed you know yeah, so I it's know. like if yeah. you're asking for yes. interns to do a certain level of yeah. work you know you've got to you've got to compensate them for that but so. if you're passionate if you really 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 want to uh, be in this business it might be a good a, like even if you suffer being an intern it might be a good idea to uh, give it a try right yeah. I, I listen I, I love being an intern because yeah. I had absolutely no responsibility because I yeah. wasn't being paid I mean that was the upside yeah. I was like well I don't I don't, yeah, ha I don't have to yeah. go anywhere. I can go everywhere and learn from everybody because <laughs> right, right. nobody here is paying me. Yeah. So there was a freedom with it, which, you know, I, I yeah. always try to look at what the positive of side. Of course, me too. I mean, here's, yeah. here's what I'm going to say right now because this is something that's on my mind every day, and it's the concept of duality. And, and maybe we'll get into this, you know, in this conversation. Yes. It's bound to come up, you know, when I'm talking about my career yeah. or success or Hollywood or dating even. We <laughs> are definitely going to talk about that because, yeah. you know, so the podcast is sex dating relationships so i have a lot of questions right so the concept i want to bring up is this yeah. du concept of duality yeah. and that you know everything is at least two things you know in in opposition usually yeah and the way you look at the world you could look at things one way or you could look at things the other way and both ways will be true actually mm -hmm. so uh this principle of duality is very strong so i try to look at certain mm -hmm. opportunities right i try to see things as opportunities mm -hmm. and the internship is clearly an yeah, opportunity yeah. and i made the best of it um awesome. you know i learned i learned okay. probably more in, during the internship than you know i could have ever learned in school. and do you remember what was like your very first project that you actually produced well the first film i produced was a film called double take for for uh, disney uh -huh. for uh for touchstone pictures or was it hollywood pictures now 
maybe that was touchdown sorry <laughs> uh, i forget now it's been a little while but uh so my, you've been in doing this for a long time it's been a little over 20 years wow. yeah but uh you know when i moved to los angeles uh -huh. Um, and I started these internships, it took me a few years to right, find right. my place. It's important that you're saying that because I think, and tell me if you agree with me or not, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm so talented and that's it. They have like this fake idea that like you said, oh, I'm going to move there and everything is going to work out. Mm -hmm. I always point out to people, like everything, but I think especially in this industry, it, it's it's an uphill battle. Yeah, I call it a process. It's a process. Okay, I call yeah, it. Well, an I want to try to avoid anything that makes it sound hard because it's not hard at all. The the battle that we're all. You don't think all... it's hard at all to break in this business? No, not 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 at all. Really? No, I don't think it's hard to do a lot of things. I think that uh -huh. we as human beings create obstacles, and I think most of the time we're uh, fighting with ourselves. You know, yeah. I always say that you're you're biggest challenge will mm -hmm. be overcoming you. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I think, because I, I, look, I'm just going to try to always speak from experience because I don't want to pontificate or preach, okay, or yeah. tell people what they should be doing because you shouldn't really there's, be doing anything necessarily unless you want to be doing it. But, um, but I would say that in my experience, the thing that has held me back, because I think I could, I should be, could be even more successful than I have been and I'm still on my journey but I think it's the belief in myself that has always been the thing that yes. has held me down has held me yeah. back in so many ways yeah me too everybody I agree I think you have to have self-confidence and believe in your talent and your work and I hear this phrase a lot here in LA like when I talk to people whatever if they want to be an actor a model a podcaster it doesn't matter what, what they want to do a lot of people say to me oh my god but there is so much competition oh and I'm like why are you looking at other people's work you should be concentrating on you and you should think like I can do this job I am really good at what I do that's how I do my projects mm -hmm. As opposed to like comparing myself with other people and then because I think there's like space for everyone to do their thing if you're really good at it. Absolutely. I mean, look at the people that have succeeded. I've known talented people, wildly talented people who have not succeeded. Yeah. So it's not just purely talent. Right. Okay? It's a combination. And I, it's a combination. And I know people who aren't that talented who have wildly succeeded. Yeah, so true. it's not just pure talent either. Yeah. So, but you can use these things. We will use these things as excuses because they make us feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, they make us, they give it, they give us a reason, yeah. something that makes sense as to why we're not where we want to be. But they're, they're crutches. If the end of the day they're they are excuses they are crutches and it's okay if that makes you feel good for that day and it gets you through the day that i'm not so against true. any any of that yeah. sure get down on yourself that's fine for mm -hmm. a couple of days but that's not fine for a couple of weeks yeah you know so and, true. and you were talking about just to jump back to competition yeah. i'm competing with myself every day so yeah. i'm looking at what i did yesterday and i'm saying can Try i do, to do more better today? i know i'm the, i'm the exact same way i'm always looking at my work how can I make this better? How can I work harder? How can I make this this project more successful? Yeah, I'm always competing with myself. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. That's a great a great way to look at it. Now, so you become a movie producer. Um, how? I know you don't do castings. No. But is there something? Because that's the it, 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 a lot of people send this question different ways. But I guess the question is. Is there something that attracts you to a specific actor or actress? Like, wow, I feel like I really want to work with this person. Or yeah, no. I, I yeah, absolutely. I think there are times, but I think it's rare, honestly, when I see somebody that really stands out. Really? And, yeah, and but you know, listen, there are many times that I don't recognize that, and then I come upon it as mm -hmm. I start to see their, you know, more of their work. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's not it's not a, a perfect science, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I um, you know, I just saw this guy who's in the. Uh, I I have no idea who he is. I'm gonna have to look into it. But I just had this reaction the other day, 
and it was to the guy that's in the Lindsay Lohan holiday movie. I forget what on Netflix. <laughs> I did not. He's the. I he's. I think he's the love interest. He must be. Yeah. But he's got. There was. Some, I just saw him There's for two seconds, him. and I said, "Wow, that guy's got a certain charisma, like, a wh- certain look about him okay. that really jumps out." Um, you know, and I and this happens, you know, to me every once in a while, and uh-huh. sometimes I can spot talent well before it actually they actually but do become. can you explain what it's like this it thing like can you explain what you see in mm, the person no 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 either re- they have it or they don't well i wouldn't say either they have it or they don't but i would say that when i recognize that i am responding to that it's just about me and uh-huh. what i'm responding to okay, so I, I have certain instincts about people uh-huh. and listen you're you're not always going to be right about this is another thing just because i'm a professional just because i've made movies it doesn't mean i know shit it just doesn't i mean like yeah but i have experience okay. and that counts for a lot so if you're on okay you're on set and you you guys are filming a movie is there anything that an actor or an actress can do or should do that will impress you or get, grab your attention uh, I think preparation, you know, is the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. So I've worked with actors that show... I mean, I've been really blessed to work with some amazing actors. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is one of them. One of them. Anton Yelchin is another. Sigourney Weaver. I mean, I, there are quite a few. Mm-hmm. And I've studied the way that they work. And mm-hmm. uh, without question, they come prepared. And... Um, prepared like they know all their lines they know what they have to do uh, yeah and they I think, come on time right yeah on, on time absolutely i mean that's the mark of a professional yeah um <laughs> uh, i tell people that all the time because they don't believe because i'm very punctual yeah like even in la you know i'm never late for anything that i do and that i think it's because i grew up on on sets i grew up on tv sets right. i don't know if i told you my dad was a tv producer i didn't know yes okay mostly in in france but he did a ton of work here like tv commercials music videos back in the 70s and 80s and my first memories like when i was a little kid i remember they used to say like you know because sometimes our call sheet is fucked up like right 4:56 in the morning mm-hmm. 4:50 in the morning and you have to be there. And I remember my dad used to say to me, even if you're five minutes late, you're making an entire crew late. Mm-hmm. It's crazy disrespectful. So I carry it with me. And many times when I meet, meet people here in LA, like actors and, and models and actresses, and they don't understand the concept. And I tell them that, like, that you need to remember that it's not just about you. It, it costs a ton of money to to if for any production right yeah i think you know people's time is the most valuable thing yeah. because you can't buy time right you, know, you can right. get more money always yeah, yeah. But you can't buy more time so yeah. yeah look i i think i mean that's part of being a professional it's part of being respectful as a human being mm-hmm. too so i think there's a there's a certain yeah. aspect of that to it yeah um but in terms of preparation you know if you're showing up late it's just starting things in the wrong frame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I'm a big believer in frame, so mm-hmm. you have to frame correctly. Yeah. You know, you yourself going into things when you're creating mm-hmm. a vibe or a situation, you mm-hmm. want that vibe to be right. So, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, when I'm talking about preparation, I think, you know, studying the role, thinking about who that character, you know, what that character is all about, mm-hmm. right? how to embody that character, down to just you know little small movements ticks you know mm-hmm. things that i'm a detail guy so as a producer yeah i have to, i'm broad strokes but i'm very detail oriented that's part uh-huh. of my personality too so i notice mm-hmm. details and i i see this with the actors on set i mm-hmm. notice m- body movements yeah. hand gesturing Okay, and if you see great performances, you notice this yes, is going on. Yes, the minor details. But yes. it's very minor because the subtlety of mm-hmm. it is so very important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you see someone acting, you know, mm-hmm. that's a bad thing, right? You want yeah. it to be seamless. You want it to blend in. You right. want it to feel real because right. we're going for real. That's what we're trying <laughs> yeah. to do yeah. in all aspects of filmmaking. Yeah. Right? From the scenery to the makeup to the mm-hmm. dialogue to the situations we want it to track as natural and real because mm-hmm. that's what creates engagement in the audience that's what keeps them watching because totally. they're yeah. buying into it do you think that i, I and i mean it's, it's my personal opinion and maybe i know it's very controversial but i want you, you, your take on it 
I think actors are kind of like you have to have the natural born talent I know they're amazing acting schools and amazing acting classes and I have a million friends that try but I think the biggest part of it has to be within you I yeah. don't think you can like not be an actor I, if you're not an actor inside right. I don't think there's any school in the world that will teach you that yeah and I know a lot of uh, a lot of acting teachers would kill me for saying that it's just my opinion as a performer and I don't know if you agree with me on that or not well here's here's how I parse through that <laughs> so yes I believe you know any talent there is a genetic component okay yeah, I'm a genetic right, guy exactly. so I'm a DNA guy so I believe that <laughs> DNA is yeah. going to impact it's going to affect a cert certain aspects of your personality <laughs> and your and your abilities okay now some people will develop that talent and uh -huh. become really really great others may not and right. do other things right but here's what I want everybody to keep in mind just because you're not a great actor and maybe just because it's not in your DNA it doesn't mean you can't become a professional actor <laughs> I mean I'm sorry but that that's the reality of it who was so, it the other day that said something did you hear I I don't know if it, it was a really I don't know if it was Somebody said something about the actors that do the Marvels movies. Mm -hmm. It was it was a very famous director. Now I don't remember who he was like, but they're not really actors. Yeah, they're, they're just like uh, they're doing the movies, but they're yeah, not. I actors. would never disrespect it. <laughs> I know, I know, that, that was so exaggerated. I, 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 but, uh, look, <laughs> I'm not an actor, and I've I've tried to be in front of the camera and even just you know make like uh -huh. informational videos even, uh -huh. and I, that is I have a renewed respect after doing that for anybody that's a performer <laughs> because I didn't realize how actually difficult that is. And I and think the, you have to love it, right? You absolutely. And well, I think since that will you are help. on yeah. the other side of the camera do you agree like the camera has to love the person it's kind yeah, of a love yeah, affair yes yes it's a symbiotic relationship it's a symbi yeah like, like i i say at least me i have a love affair with the camera mm -hmm. like when i'm doing videos when i'm doing photos photo shoots i think it comes so natural to me because i am madly in love with that camera well, you're, re you're relaxed since exactly since i was a little kid i feel completely comfortable so i think the photographer they always say to me like oh my god you photograph insanely well but it's because the camera that's why likes me yeah. do you see that when you're producing when you're directing someone do you notice that the camera loves that person and uh, vice versa ab absolutely yeah and that's that's an energy and a, and a vibe and a frame that you're creating actually but to me that's the key to human interaction is to bring mm -hmm. is to get someone in their comfort level mm -hmm. so like if i'm on a date so let's take it into the dating world right yes um <laughs> you know and everything is a seduction right yes like yes mike nichols said every every all dialogue is either an argument a seduction or a negotiation True. right so that's how he approached writing dialogue mm -hmm. so in real life you know this is kind of what we're engaged in yeah. but i think you know when you're out with somebody the more you can put them at ease mm -hmm. the more they're going to open up mm -hmm. come comfortable to open up to you and yeah. connect with you because at the end of the day it's about human connection yes, yes. right connection with the camera yeah. connection with the audience connection with another person mm -hmm. so that connection absolutely the formula for that yeah. involves comfortability totally i agree and i th i don't think it's something you can fake this is at least that's what i say i know we have this joke that every waiter in la wants to be an actor and i always say go for it but you need to make sure that you're comfortable doing it right otherwise nobody's yeah. gonna teach you that well being a waiter is a good way to get comfortable being around people <laughs> i i worked in the restaurant business for many years oh my god me too my mom was a chef <laughs> yeah I, so i love the restaurant business yeah. <laughs> and i love the people in it and i had the best time and i'm actually still friends with all the people i worked with we just did a like a 20 no it was a 30 year reunion if you can believe this really? of the rest yeah the restaurant i worked at. oh my god that's awesome and it was all these people that oh i, I had such great connections <laughs> and bonds with because why because we, we were struggling back then yeah you know we made it through the struggle i i hear yeah? you yeah i'm still in the struggling phase <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, i'm are. the famous yeah i say I, I joke that i'm the famous starving artist but i think if you love the arts so much you keep you keep going you, you don't have a choice. Doing it. You don't you have, have a, choice. a choice. Like I said, it's in your blood. It's it like is. a drug. Yeah, it's, it's stronger than it, you. It is. Now, let's get a little down to the dirt because everybody wants to know. Did you ever work with someone that you're like, 
oh, I never want to work with this person again. Uh, what a, what a difficult so. diva or divo. I don't think so. No, wow. So you were lucky. Yeah, I've been pretty blessed. All my productions have gone really well, and I've met great people. No and, major uh, issues with divas on set? Mm, no. No, the opposite, actually. Wow, really? Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Sigourney Weaver really stands out in my mind as somebody Yes, just... I'm going to do a shout-out. You got to come to Ken on the Loose. Yeah. Unbelievable. What what an amazing She's talent. an insane... I know. She's Great one person. of my top favorite actresses oh, of all amazing. time. I made a film called Prayers for Bobby. Prayers for Bobby. Yeah, for Lifetime Television Network. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was a really impactful film. True story about a young uh, boy who was gay and his mother was trying to cure him through religion. And uh, he winds up committing suicide. And uh, it's a story about a mother who went on a journey to discover really what her son was all about mm -hmm. and what he was going through. And at the end, she becomes a proponent for gay and lesbian rights, uh, P-Flag. Yeah, so it was a really powerful film. I get letters from kids prayers all over the world. Prayers for Bobby. Yeah, prayers Can we for, watch prayers it? For, yeah, I, um, yeah, you'll have to Google. I don't know if it's where, you know, which platform it's available on. Uh -huh. Perhaps YouTube or one of those platforms. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I get letters from, from kids all over the world, you know, mm -hmm. saying they were going to commit suicide and the movie saved their life. Oh, and was my a, God. Yeah, it was a bridge to, you know, having a conversation with their, their parents that's about That's amazing. It. it is. And that's, that's part of what drives me in the films that I make. Not all of them, but Hacksaw Ridge, I think, speaks to that. But I'm I'm trying to put something out into Hacksaw the world. Hacksaw Ridge was uh, nominated or won? On yeah, the... Hacksaw Ridge, which was a film that I produced with Mel Gibson. Mel yeah. Gibson directed it. was nominated for six Academy Awards. Right. We, won, we won two. Wow. And yeah, it's a film I'm really proud Ooh, of. Ooh, congratulations. Thank, thank you. Thank that's you. incredible. Yeah, I it was... Mean, uh, you're amazing. very humble because that's, that's like a huge, huge, huge deal. Yeah, I uh, I'm super proud of the film. I mean... Uh, the story is a very humbling story. Uh, the man that Desmond Doss, who who saved these men's lives, who won the Congressional Medal of Honor, mm -hmm. uh, went into World War II as a conscientious objector who refused to bear arms. Mm -hmm. And uh, he winds up winning the Congressional Medal of Honor for bravery. And uh, that is truly humbling. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, you know, whenever I'm up against a challenge, I think about what he had to go through. And you know, there is no challenge greater than going into World War II. Oh, my God, I know. Being on a battlefield no. oh where my God. people are trying to kill you. I know. I did, forget it. I can't even. I know. I can't even imagine. I can't I imagine. agree with you. One so of my best friends of is a, a war veteran. I'm actually going to yeah. interview him tonight for the podcast. Wow. And it's the same thing. I'm always like, and he was in the Army for 20 years. Wow. So you imagine what a person sees. No. For, it's like, yeah, they're like a whole other level of 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 human i'm yeah. so grateful for their service uh, I, I exactly one million percent and it's it, it just makes every project so much nicer if you send out a great message right yeah i'm always, i mean i want to entertain yeah so i don't yeah. you know yeah like i want to make movies that people yeah. laugh and, yeah. and go to or, or talk about or affect the culture or whatever you know so i think i i've made about i don't know 14 15 films now so i, I that's think a so, lot so it's wow. yeah i've i haven't even begun honestly oh my I, god yeah, I've got I've got fifteen. Hey, projects. if you need an intern on your set, I'm volunteering. I always need, a, I always need an intern named Cat. <laughs> just to see you in action, like because I am I'm like dying to see okay. you work because I'm like already right. a huge fan. I'm gonna I watch. Don't know how exciting movies. that's gonna be. Okay, before um, <laughs> we're gonna come back, we're gonna take a two minute break. Okay. But I do have to ask you because again, a lot of people send and and I need to yeah. know your opinion. We live in Hollywood. We're in the heart of the, the, the movie industry in the world. There is always this room, especially now with the Harvey, Harvey Winstein, Winstein trial yeah. in L.A. You know, the famous, like, couch test that a lot of women yeah. say, like, oh, I got to basically fuck the director, yeah. the producer to get a part. Don't answer yet. We'll be right back. I want to know your opinion on that. Okay. And I want to know your opinion about Harvey. We'll be right back. Who I've worked with. <laughs> this is a fantastic cat on the loose with Steve Lungi. I'm so excited. We'll be right back. If you guys are like me and most people out there, you have to buy a bunch of gifts for friends and family now during the holiday season and you cannot spend a ton of money. So this is a great suggestion. Girly a la mold. It's fashion and style for 
every woman in the world to look great and feel great. Super affordable, basic pieces for everyday life. They have like the cutest sweatshirts, t-shirts, pants, workout pants. They have this organic reusable shopping bag that I absolutely love. Beanies, uh, just basically a lot of really, really super cute gifts. And you help a small business. Girly a la mode dot shopping. The Instagram is girly a la mode. If you guys are a huge sport fan, like I am, check out this other podcast, Ira on Sports by Ira Kaufman. Ira is a walking encyclopedia of sports. Seriously, he knows every player, every game, every team, and he travels the country covering everything. Super, super cool interviews and a ton of fabulous content. A lot of live action from football. Now he's covering the World Cup, basketball, you name it, he's there. New episodes every Monday night on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and also iHeartRadio. Yes, Ira on sports. His Instagram is also Ira on sports. I love it, love it, love it. It's great if you're a sports fan to um, stay up to date with everything. Super cool, super cool. Today we're talking to Steve Longe, famous, successful TV and movie producer. So if you guys are interested in staying in touch with Hollywood news and information, check out Heart of Hollywood magazine. It is a global print and digital magazine with tons of information about this industry, how to get jobs, how to network, what is going on in Hollywood, events. It's super, super cool. If you want to get the actual copy, you can go to their website and request one, heartofhollywood.com, and you can read it digitally. The Instagram is Heart of Hollywood Magazine. Super, super fabulous. I write a blog based on this podcast about sex, dating, and relationships every Tuesday. But every single day of the week, they have different blogs about different subjects, fabulous writers, really, really cool, incredibly rich content. They do an amazing, amazing job. You guys are going to love it. Heart of Hollywood Magazine. Okay, we're back here with Steve. And I'm just saying we're having such a good time because I love talking to crazy, talented, intelligent people. You have no idea. I'm I'm like in heaven right now. Okay, thank you. We are up high at the Soho house with this gorgeous view. And I feel like I'm high in the clouds. That's my drug. It's talking to, especially in this industry, because it's my industry, you know. I was a TV baby. I grew up doing TV. I've done small parts here and there, 10 million TV commercials. Mm A bunch of music videos. I'm thinking about getting back into acting if I find time because, like I said, it's my drug. But anyways, the famous couch test. A lot of women say that, and I watched the the Marilyn Monroe movie. I don't know if you watched mm-hmm. it, if you liked it. Mm-hmm. But basically, they paint her like she fucked her way through Hollywood to mm-hmm. get all the parts. And a lot of women say that. Do you agree? Do you think it's true or do you think it's a little exaggerated? Or What's your take on it? Uh, you know, look... I- I personally don't know, so I, I, I can't comment on what uh, actors and Just actresses your you do. Don't know. Okay. Um, you know, I I think that's part of life. Actually, it's not specific to Hollywood. So, you know, uh, there's going to be an element of attraction between people of the opposite sex, and that can affect their behavior. Yeah. And thankfully, we have laws, you know, these days yeah. that protect people who work in corporate environments and in all workspace environments mm-hmm. from those types of things from affecting their their work. And I think that I am absolutely supportive of that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm also somebody that is a study of human nature and I know what human nature is like. And I know that, you know, people can't just turn off attractions, um, you know, things like that. Now, I'm not talking about uh, the behavior of a Harvey Weinstein or somebody who, like that who's obviously breaking the law and right. really, you know, going way over the line, you know, if mm-hmm. you can even call things that he's doing like that, if there's even a line You said for that. you worked with him. 
I, I made a movie that Harvey Weinstein bought in a bidding war. Okay. So I did have some contact with mm-hmm. Miramax at the time. Mm-hmm. And I produced a movie with Harvey's brother, Bob Weinstein, mm-hmm. who has not been accused of um, anything as far right. as I know. And is, <laughs> is not in jail like Harvey right. is. Um, so uh, I worked very closely with Bob. And I've never saw anything like that go on. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my experience in making movies, I've... Honestly, I've never seen any casting couch situations. Right. I've never seen Me any on-set yeah. harassment. Um, you know, beyond stuff that, yeah, maybe you, maybe I'm sure a lot of women might call harassment. Um, but in the time and in the place, you know, maybe 20 years ago, uh, these I, w- I don't want to say these things were accepted because they are they were never accepted by me certainly. Um, but you know, I think in terms of our culture, you know, the awareness. Uh, of of you know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate wasn't maybe out there and mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's you know it's in our conscious yeah. now and and as it should be and people I think are more aware of what the line is and what's right, appropriate right. and what's inappropriate right. and I think you know I think people when they know that they they tend not to cross the line and yeah. then there are people who will just always cross the yeah. lines because that's who they are I I agree with you completely and I think for some reason our industry Hollywood gets talked about this the situations sure. a lot yeah but i think a lot of it is really just gossip and when i tell people that they think i'm crazy because they see that like like the marilyn Monroe when the, when people watch the movie what mm-hmm. is the name of the movie blonde i don't know i think so. with anna de armas which by the way yes. i love her i think she's phenomenal yes she was so criticized for this movie but i'm thinking like she had so much balls because she has an so, accent i mean so she did great but, right? and, but she's, I mean, it's a such a tough role uh, absolutely from some for someone who has yeah. an and when I watched it, I'm like, man, you know, she, yeah. she at least in my opinion, I think she did great. Yes. But as a woman, I mean, I literally have been working in some capacity in the entertainment industry since I was a little kid. And I never once have been disrespected. I've been on dozens and dozens of, on, of set, on sets, casting calls, you name it. Right. And it never happened to me. Right. And when I tell people that, when they ask me, they're like, oh, no way, because Hollywood is all about who you fuck. And, if you, and I don't have this perspective. Right. This is why I wanted to ask you, because I think a lot of people that are not in this industry, they have this completely fucked up image. Yeah. Well, you know, look, again, just getting back to duality, I mean... A lot of things can be true and not true at the same time. Yeah. A lot of things, you know, most everything is a perception. Yeah. So, you know, um, there is real, I mean, I, I mean, not to get too esoteric, but, you know, nothing is really real. Everything is just a matter of someone's perception. So everybody has a different perception and everybody has a different reality. Yeah. So that might be some people's experience and I'm, I can't, I'm not going to say it's not true. Totally. You know, I respect people's opinions about things. Yeah, uh, no, me too. Especially about something like that. But I, I don't see the value in focusing on that or buying into it to the degree where it's stopping you from taking action. So that's the thing. So in life, if you want to, if you're using things like that, which maybe you can prove true, maybe, maybe you can prove not true in Mm -hmm. some instances, if you're going to use that as, I don't know why it's worth mentioning, but if you're mentioning it because that's why you're not going to engage with Hollywood, then it's, you know, you're creating that and then that becomes, that's unfortunate, right? Because that's holding you back from doing something that you should go do and you may not have that experience. Totally. No, I agree. One million percent. And I think as a woman, this is what I tell women. If you want to be in this business, any business, uh, modeling, acting, singing, whatever, um, it's not just your beauty. Like, even if you say, okay, I'm going to fuck the, the casting director. Just an example. Yeah. That's not going to take you too far. It might get you, you need... an audition. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it, you got to have... I hate to say have... it. <laughs> yeah. But it's totally true. But you've got to have substance to get the freaking job done. It's going to be up to you to get the job, yeah. ultimately. So, look, I, I, don't, I don't judge people for doing what they feel they need to do to get opportunities. I, I don't judge that. I'm not going to, I can't, right. I'm not going to sit here and judge that. Yeah, no, me neither. You know, for and, sure. and by the way, uh, I've talked to many, many women over the years. Some women don't have an issue with that. No, I know. I know. That's like a personal choice. That's what I was told. Right. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Now, the I, 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 if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. The yeah. Harvey Winston trial. Do you think... Yeah. 
Um, there should be a statue of limitation on what these women can say about it, or do you think? No, probably not. I don't think there should be a statute of limitations because I think we have jury trials and juries can decide for themselves mm -hmm. what makes sense. Were you surprised when he was um, charged and arrested? Yeah, I, yes and no. I knew there was, I had been told by someone not in the industry, ironically, about his habits, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Uh somebody that had witnessed uh, something and I don't want to get too much more specific because no, I'll, yeah, totally I'll sort of reveal how that came about. So, and then I read an article in the New York times about, I think it was an Italian actress that had a situation occur with him. And that seemed pretty credible to me, fairly credible based on what I had read in the reporting. Mm -hmm. So then when he was finally charged, um, it wasn't a complete surprise, but had I not, Mm -hmm. uh, been subject to those two things after working, like working with him or even just working in the industry. No, I personally, and I'm not going to say I'm privy to all the gossip and mm -hmm. talk, but I was in business with him and I never heard, I never right, heard right. anything about that. I'm, I'm and, and, and just, him. just, just another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, when, he, when he would take a meeting, mm -hmm. it would be in his hotel room. Really? And they would, yeah, well... That's kind of how they did business. Uh -huh. So that didn't necessarily mm -hmm. always mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. it was an inappropriate, you know, setup or I something, I hear you. I guess. A lot of people do that. I mean, I don't know if they I do it anymore, but a lot of people, yeah, when no, you're traveling and you're crazy busy and shit, but usually you have a bunch of people there. It's just, you know, yeah. I mean, Harvey really was a throwback to the old school mogul, you know, yeah. Hollywood mogul, of which does not exist in a right. corporate world anymore. Right, right. You know, where like one person could call all the shots. Yeah. It does just doesn't work that way. So also a lot of people's, uh, especially if you watch the Maryland movie, a lot of people's impressions of Hollywood mm -hmm. are built on old fashioned. Yes, exactly. You know, tropes yeah. and things that yeah. don't exist anymore. Exactly. So you're, you know, or, or somebody's fantasy mm -hmm. of what Hollywood is. I know. Totally. Now, what did you think about the Will Smith slap? I couldn't believe it. Like, I jumped off of my seat when it happened. I thought it was yeah. kind of like a joke. And then when, when I realized that, oh, my God, this guy really smacked the other guy's face on live. I was really shocked. I'm Were you? I'm completely nonviolent. Me too. I'm like, the, I, I'm like one million percent like, I mean, I against don't, violence. You know, I made a movie, Hacksaw Ridge, about a guy who doesn't even bring a gun in World War II. Uh -huh. um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm anti-gun necessarily. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of weaponry because uh, it might kill me. But, uh, but you know, I, I believe in the Second Amendment. But, you know, um, but look, I'm a nonviolent person. Uh, I think if you have to use force, then you have to use force. So I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I have, you have to, I mean, I think I'm a realist, maybe if that's the right term, but no, I'm, I'm a completely nonviolent person. And, and in, and in the, and in the, you know, in the, um, framework of an Academy Awards show to, to, to leave your seat right. and, and go up on the stage on any show, but we're talking about the Academy Awards, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's, it's sort of another level of like uh, how you should be conducting yourself um, and you should never, you know, get on a stage because you could get hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, you, I've seen people get very hurt, you know, trying to approach performers, you know, in an aggressive manner or going yeah. on stage and violating their space. You should never, ever, ever do that. Right. So, I'm not, so yes, I was shocked to the core. I, 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 I couldn't believe chill. that, I you know, I, 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 I don't, you know, it's very hard for me to... Um, feel any sort of um, forgiveness for right. Will Smith doing that. Exactly. I just don't... You know the part that really bothered me? That they let him stay. That really, really, I don't know, it irritated me because it made me feel like there was no accountability, you know? He was literally sitting there and then he got his Oscar and then he went to a party. He went to the Vanity Fair party because I was there yeah. and he was dancing around like nothing happened. It was ve that was very strange. Um, look, I, I don't blame the Academy <laughs> because I think they were just as shocked and I mean, Are, more, do you mortified. Vote? Do you vote? No, I'm not an Academy member yet. Okay. 
but but I used to work I worked for a guy who did vote, and so my, I we we would we would you know affect the vote every uh, year. Yeah. So I was involved in in yeah. the voting. Sometimes he would say, you know, why don't you just yeah. vote? Yeah. So I I participated in voting. <laughs> uh, but awesome. no, you know I I think that's a very tough call for the academy in the moment. And what do you do in that situation? I kick mean, him out, throw him out. Like if a yeah, not I guess. so if a not so famous person sitting in that audience. Oh yeah. Like if an assistant Absolutely. or me, if I would have yeah. done that, they would have put, put me in jail. No, no question. They would have escorted me yeah. out with the police. That's right. So that's, that's what I mean, like the bias, like oh no, he's famous. Let let him stay yeah, here. You know what I mean? That's a that's a that's a good. Point. That's I'm, why it, I got irritated because I thought, well, there are a lot of people there that are not as famous as he is, but they work in the same industry, you know, and deserve. Well, you're the probably same. right. He probably should have been escorted out. That's I mean, my opinion. I'm it, sorry, Will Smith. That's what I. Yeah, think. You should it, have. It, you should have spent the night in jail. It's just at least a night. <laughs> well, you know, and they could have done that after the show, I suppose. Look, I, uh, again, I know I have the greatest amount of respect for talent, for actors. He's yes. had a long, amazing career. Yes. That was his night that, you know. And now he's it's tarnished. That's the greatest night of his yes. life, conceivably, because he won the award. Do I want to, you know, did I, do I want to take that away? I don't want to be the one to say that he can't go up on stage and accept it. But on the flip side, yeah, probably should have been escorted out. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, a tough one. That's right? the quandary there. Because uh, yeah. I do know how hard it is to get to that point in time. Oh so my God! I just, yes. you know, I'm a very forgiving person. Maybe <laughs> as you can see, I am uh, too. Like I don't hold grudges. I never get mad. Oh, I do. I, no, don't. I, I, I do you hold do? grudges. I yeah, don't. yeah, yeah, no. I am, I'll try to forgive someone. But I am they, very bizarre like that. Like yeah, I, that's I don't my do. duality. Okay? Maybe I get mad for like thirty seconds, for a minute, for a day. But like the next day, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Let's be friends. Even people that hurt me, I like forgive. even people that I break up with like i'm like okay i cry and i get mad and everything but like two days later i'm like whatever i feel like if we if you're in my life like i'm sure there's a reason why i like you so i'm gonna like that's you very healthy that's very healthy and i think i'm the same some, way some therapists try to tell me that like it's very unhealthy well it could, i've had could be. i've had like relationship experts yeah. on the show and everything they're like you you shouldn't be so nice. You're too nice. You you gotta like you know just put people in their place sometimes. I I have rarely <laughs> suffered from being too nice. I I suffer. I suffer sometimes. Don't don't suffer. <laughs> own own your actions. Right. That's you know I I I can't help being who I am. I've struggled right. with this many. Yeah. I still struggle with this. Yeah. I I still think about this. Like how should I be? I know. How should I really be? Like, and I always default to kindness. Yeah, me I try, too. try to. Me too. Um, yeah. You know, it's never led me astray. It, it may not get, it may not get me to where I want to go to, and it may piss me off if the other person doesn't respond the way I want them to. But you know what? At the end of the day, I got to live with me. Oh my god! I and, think the same. And way. I hate saying I'm sorry. I hate I, saying I'm I don't sorry. Have a problem saying I'm sorry. No. So I, I don't want to say I'm sorry. So. I I make sure to not have to get oh, there. That's what I I have no problem saying I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no problem and I believe in karma and energy. Oh, I don't I do know too. if you do. So I just treat people like yeah. that's my little rule. The right. way I want to be treated, yeah. you know, so yeah. even if they disrespect me, even if they're like an asshole to me, I treat them even with more kindness because I feel they probably need it. And a little that's a more. power move. You know, and it irritates them many times. It's a power move. Like if people are being mean to me and I'm like super kind and sweet, it disarms them. But some people get like very irritated. Like, why are you being nice to me? You know, if I'm being an asshole to you. Some some people (laughs) want confrontation. You know, look, I'm also I'm also not a big believer in going against the natural flow of, you know, just life. Uh, And 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 so, you know, you want to you want to live life authentically you know? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, trying to avoid conflict is an, it can be an issue too. Mm-hmm. So if you're being nice to avoid conflict, <laughs> I always do. Then, yes. then that can, that's an issue you, you may want to look at, but yeah. you know, sometimes you have to engage. Yeah. I try not to though. I try not to sometimes, as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Me, I stay me too. Away from it. It's, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, cause I can't, <laughs> I can't let things go. 
So they, they you occup- cannot. No. When is your birthday? What's your sign? March twenty fourth. So oh my Aries. God! I am March sixth. I'm Pisces. Yeah. Okay. We get along. I get We're along close. well with Aries. My yeah. ex boyfriend is Aries, but I Aries man. He's an Aries too. You, you told me he was Sicilian as well. No, that was my husband. Oh, your hu- sorry. Okay. My husband Anthony I'm, was Sicilian. Okay. But and and he died in two thousand eighteen. So I had a oh, few boy, sorry. very few boyfriends after that. But I had a few. But I think Aries men in general have mm. very strong personalities i think so yeah that's what they say yeah. yeah so let's talk about that for a few minutes before we run out of time do you think dating in this industry being hollywood is more complicated like or it's you think it's the same bullshit as everyone else like in terms of do you feel like oh maybe some women want to get close to me because they want something because they want me to open doors for them because they want to be in a movie or you don't feel you don't feel that way at all i asked a very famous actor that once i said <laughs> how do you know when someone's trying to get close to you because they want something and he right. said to me how do you who know? doesn't want something everybody wants something he said every relationship there's something that somebody wants that they're getting out of the relationship right so that's one thing to just accept yeah that's that's something you have to just accept will you ever know no i don't believe you'll ever know i think people could lie to you till you know till the cows come home that's a really yeah old-fashioned expression maybe but i think it's very hard sometimes if if you're dealing with someone who's psychotic and i've dealt with psychotic people yeah you won't know they're really good at tricking you. So this is what you have to really be careful about. Now, if you're dealing with... Now, that's usually you won't be dealing with somebody who's psychotic because it's that's a very small percentage of the population. So mm-hmm. you're dealing with people who generally are basically normal. Mm-hmm. So they will tell you what's up if you listen. Mm-hmm. They're going to reveal who they are. Mm-hmm. People... There's an old saying, someone will tell you who they are in the first five minutes of meeting them. Really? And I really believe that's true. Ugh, I wish I knew how to figure that out. In the first five minutes of meeting somebody, they will tell you who they are. Now, um, I think it was, um, what's her name? Oh, gosh. Uh, Maya um, Angelo said, uh, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah, that I agree. Okay? She's, a very wa- she's a very yes. wise woman. So yes. I would say that in relationships, there are cues. Uh-huh. And you will ultimately be able to figure out, yeah. if you're paying attention, okay, you'll be able to figure out who's mm-hmm. real, who's being authentic. That is very true. But do you feel like, are you a little jaded? Like when you, you're dating, because you're single, right? Yeah. Are you a little jaded when you're meeting women? Of like, do you take your time before you trust them, or? Oh, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> never, never. I yeah, eventually. Eventually, I do. but it takes but a I, long time. Uh, n- no, I wouldn't say it takes a long time because I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I, you know, I, I was in a situation where. I uh, somebody really just pulled the wool over my eyes, and they were they were crazy. And I kind of knew it, but didn't want to believe it and kind of thought, okay, I'm going to figure this out soon. I know. I think it happens to all of us at one point or another. And it's very Mm. painful, right? When you finally start trusting someone and you're in a relationship and then they turn out to be nothing. It's it's incredibly painful. But you know, the most painful thing is me being me being foolish enough to fall for for it. That's that's you blame yourself. I do that. I'm my worst critic. So mm-hmm. I turn it inward. Mm-hmm. I go, you know, I, I say, how could I have, you know, fallen Believed for that? It, yeah. Why didn't I listen to the cues, uh-huh. right? So uh-huh. I'm like any any other person, mm-hmm. even knowing this information, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, susceptible. Yeah. But I would say that um, that just in terms of, you know, me, no, I don't think it takes a long time for me to trust because I think I'm a good judge of character. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I watch and listen to people. They They always say you can tell how a person is by the way they treat you know a waiter or a waitress oh, yes. right they, I how they treat the staff how they treat the staff <laughs> and how they to me yeah definitely one right? is how they treat the staff and how they treat animals oh. i don't know if you like if somebody doesn't like dogs absolutely i cannot because I, I have dogs i love all animals yeah and i think it's a for me yeah. it's a good test a great test. like when i'm gonna date some because a lot of guys lie they're like oh yeah i love dogs and then the right. second they're near my you know you notice that the person doesn't like it yeah i need to know that the person likes animals because i think it says a lot about someone 
I love animals, and animals seem to love me, and people seem to comment on that. So I, I don't know what to say. I mean, so Steve, do you so do you like dating in your industry, actresses, producers, whatever in in the Hollywood, or you like dating outside the industry? Uh, or your equal opportunist dater? Uh, you know, I think it's hard. It, it is. <laughs> I have to, well, I, it's challenging to date people in the industry because, you know, you're you're both trying to do something that's really yeah. hard and and sometimes when you know two people are under all kinds of stress yeah. and 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 yeah. trying to you know uh, achieve something yeah. in, in a really challenging field that could put strain on a relationship yeah. but it doesn't mean that that can't happen or that can't work so you're um, equal opportunist I, I think dating. so yeah I just kind of yeah. judge people it's hard it's harder for me to date actors and people like that mm -hmm. I mean I have and It does create because it creates a bit of a um, not really, but it it does create a little bit of a, a you know a uh -huh. conflict of interest. Yeah, true. A well, little bit. In my case, yeah, I never dated an actor in my life or anybody in the actor, musician, la la, anything. I always try to date completely different from what I do. Okay. But believe it or not, and obviously hasn't worked out well for me, right? <laughs> well, because I'm single again. <laughs> so. Uh, And so I was talking to um, like a luxury matchmaker mm -hmm. and she said to me, you know, maybe you should try dating someone kind of in the same industry because they're going to understand your life better. You know, the crazy hours that yeah. we work, like when you're on a set, yeah. sometimes we're there for 20 hours. Sometimes you get home like two o'clock in the morning or like this crazy shit because our life is very crazy, right? We don't have like a nine to five schedule. An artist is a little more fucked up. And, and I thought, well, maybe, you know, that's the duality of, right? you know, there's the duality for you. So, right. I, you know, sometimes I say to, to find the right way, you got to go the wrong way. Yeah, maybe. But I'm thinking maybe if somebody is in the same industry, might be more compatible to understand what we do as opposed like, like, let's say if sense. you're filming a movie and you're dating a waitress, for, just for example, mm -hmm. and she has to wake up at 8 a.m. and she has to go to bed early because her shift starts early in the morning. Maybe you guys are going to like have conflicting schedules because she's not going to under understand your world very well and vice versa. Right. I don't know. So I'm just, just debating this theory. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I say date secure people so they don't get jealous and start thinking. Oh, yeah, that for that sure. The reason why you're not yeah. home is because you're oh, uh, yeah. cheating. One million percent. That it's your profession. Yeah, and, yeah I need to know. date somebody who has like a major strong personality. Like I talk about sex. So obviously a lot of men have this ridiculous misconception about me that I fuck different guys every night, which is not true. So yeah, right. I need to date a guy who's like one do your thing, I trust you, I know how you are. Yeah. Men can personal. be very you know, I, I have uh there I have a very good friend and she happens to be really tall mm -hmm. and she's gorgeous mm -hmm. and she's talented and mm -hmm. she's a lovely person mm -hmm. and she cannot find someone to 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 settle down with. And because I'll, she's taller than most men? I I don't want to simplify or yeah. guess, but what we talk about uh -huh. and what I think is a real thing is that guys are intimidated by her height. Uh, guys, I think, are also intimidated by be. women who are direct about their sexuality. Yes, so I you, agree. I'm so, that, so glad you're saying that. I agree. Yeah. So people are not yeah. comfortable with, yeah. uh, not people, but I've met people who are not comfortable with their sexuality. Right. And... I'm sexual right out of the gate. Yeah. Because I'm comfortable with it and yeah. I don't I also am not loose or reckless right, with, right. you know because there's a health factor yeah. and that's a huge Yes. For me, anyway, because I'm... Oh, my God, yes. I'm very careful about... For me, too, I know. Yeah. I am, like, obsessed uh, yeah. with being careful about my health and who I allow right, in really, my life. Yeah, really yeah. value that. Yes, so that, yes. that that's that's a big you know, part of the decision making yes, in, let's say, hooking up. Okay. <laughs> But I, I don't, I don't have any problem with people hooking up. There's no right. like religious or necessarily moral issue with that. Uh -huh. Okay. As long as you're honest, as long as you're doing it in a res respectful Yes. You know, healthy. Honest. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. But yes. how many people really are? Okay, that's, so that's the, the problem. problem. That's the problem. Very few. That's do you it. use dating apps to meet people? I do. Do you, yeah. do you have a favorite? Can you share? I, yeah, I, I've tried. Okay, so <clears throat> Tinder, uh, Ashley Madison I tried, and Bumble I tried. I never heard. What is that? Isn't Ashley Madison the... 
Yeah. Wasn't that the one who for are, people who are it's married? It's for people who are like cheating yeah, oh. on their spouses. Okay, which yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that my, was still around. <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't. Well, I'll reserve comment, but I. <laughs> yeah, I'll reserve call, like I, whatever. I, I to each their own. You know? I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't oh hold my, my subscription, let's just say, with, with them. <laughs> but, uh, I but, love it. You know, and a lot I of these. I love your honesty. There's You're a amazing. lot of scammers on these sites, too. But, but There's a lot of scammers on. All Every, everywhere, right? All so do your due diligence, girls. Do your due diligence, uh, girls always. and boys. Everybody. Girls and boys, right? Yeah, everybody. Come on, don't yeah, go well, out with a stranger. Like, do well, figure a, it out. Well, here's what I learned. So, there's a great uh, feature on Tinder where you can video chat, and before you give your phone number, before yes, you give your WhatsApp yes, number, yes. before you give any personal information, yes. Video on chat. Two now. Oh, Bumble good. Okay, two. that's great. Yes. Make sure you video chat that you do not go off yes. apps. That you, uh, you know. I agree, and it's completely fine. I just wrote a blog to Hard Hollywood Magazine this week about oh, it. Like, uh, it's completely fine to ask questions. Like, for example, what's your name? Where do you work? Yeah. What do you do? Like, and then you can Google the person. Do you have social media? No, I don't. Do you have LinkedIn? What's the name of your company, right? It's yeah. totally fine. I, I soft pedal the researching. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, this might be very foolish of me, but I try to go into situations sometimes, not professional situations, because professional situations, I do my homework. Oh, yeah, no, it's different, prepared. yeah. But in situations like this, sometimes I just sort of go in for the experience of it. <laughs> and I don't do a lot. Because really? I also, yeah, and also. I don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah, I, I don't oh either. But I've God. also, I also don't want to freak the person out because there is an, I've noticed an element of that. Like when Google first came into prominence, I'd be like, I Googled you. And some people get, some people, yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's a bad sign if they are like, you did what? Right. But maybe people just want to hold some privacy to themselves <laughs> for the for the time being. Yeah. Maybe it has nothing. To in do our with... case, it's kind of like in my case, if I tell them my name, it's impossible. Because if you put my name yeah, on Google, too. there's like 10 billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. too. So we in our case, yeah. if we tell them because our work is public, we can't hide it. Right. It's yeah. Tough. Right. That's but true. I figure if I'm going to intimidate a man, I might as well intimidate him before. You go all the way. Yeah, before I go on There's a date. There's a bull out of the water now. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, wait two weeks I do now. a sex podcast and I do this. So, mm-hmm. hey, if it's too much for you, bye. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Just get out of the well, water. Well, listen, oh, I've, yeah. I've dated women in the adult <gasps> entertainment field as well. Really? Wow, yeah. that's and so, so cool of you. They, you know, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, I don't do up. that. Not and, yet. <laughs> and by the way, uh, the, the few women that I've met in that line of work, I, I have to tell you, are some of the best people I have ever met. I know. I met a bunch. I who would, interviewed who would think some. That? I know. People, like I said, misconception. A lot of them are very savvy business owners. Amazingly savvy. I'll, yeah, exactly. They're, they're crazy nice people. But it, like you said, it's the stereotypes. It's stereotypes. It's stereotypes. I you mean, know? I, and maybe it's just what I attract. Because, you know, there you know, are a lot of troubled people folks yeah. who do that line of work yeah um but i i met the few yeah. that seem to just have their shit together yeah. i guess I, I don't know i can't i, I can't, feel yeah no i, I agree speak. with you i agree with I you one million percent some of them do and big i'm not time. you know promoting it but uh i'm yeah. just saying but but you know and so for for dating for for those folks mm-hmm. is very challenging yeah. because they oh need, my god yes. right i mean you need you somebody really, crazy who really understands yeah. and is yeah. right totally and, yeah now before i let you go i can't see i can't believe almost an hour went by already an hour went by already quick tip because a lot of people send this question if somebody's listening to you they want to break into the industry other than being an intern do you have any tips anything that you would say to them like the first step like for example oh my god i want to work with you or i want to talk to you you know i would say the best advice is just start doing it but just start doing it i don't think takes you the whole way so that's why interning was always great because interning satisfied just start doing it around yeah. the people that you need to make interning. the connections with. Uh-huh. So I always, you know, I say if you want to be in the movie business, find out where movie business people hang out. So we're at the amazing Soho House. Yeah. Uh, not everybody can, you know, come in here. Uh, yeah. yeah, or can you know pay for a subscription here? Yeah. But uh, find find out the hot spots where you know uh, producers are hanging out mm-hmm. and. 
you know, the flip side to that is, you know, it's not clubs, it's not late night places. No, it is not. People who are working are usually home in yes. bed, so that's not where <laughs> you're going to meet them. They think we have this crazy, exciting life, right? We, oh my god! Don't. Yeah, no, yeah. I usually so bed with my dogs. Yeah, by it's life. not going to be those places. <laughs> but if there's Coffee a shops, club, yeah. you can join Events, uh, a guild yeah. or or you know something a professional. But organization. you think they need to live here, right? They need to live no. in LA or New York. No, you don't need to. No? These days. Uh, I I think you do have a lot of advantages of relocating to Los Angeles. Yeah. But the move, you know, Hollywood these days is a state of mind. Right. You no right. longer absolutely yeah. need to live here. Yeah. But if you're going to work here, i.e., take meetings with Hollywood-based yeah. production companies, you can't. The re- what I hear people say, and what I don't necessarily think is true. Oh, I'll fly in for meetings. Yeah, that's nah. you kind of can't. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do I that. I agree, it's not going to happen. So yeah. it's it facilitates the career if you're here. I think it very well might. I'm very hesitant to say anything about anything because I just feel no, like just you really opinion. create yeah. these things, yeah. and I can. I'll, I'll always talk mm-hmm. about what worked for me, but I, I hate. I'm just not. I don't like. I've tried to abandon judge, being judgmental, mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, because I can I, believe I a whole that. set of things that may be yeah. true, but yeah. how many times have I been surprised? Right, and how many opportunities have I missed because I, I was deciding they that yeah. just was what I thought it was? Yeah, so it's kind of hard. But the fact is, if you want to work in the movie industry and you are, like you said, you are physically here, somebody calls you for a meeting. It's it just makes things a little easier, well, right? I think it shows people you're serious, yeah. and yeah. showing people you're serious about what you're doing is yes. really key. So if moving here is going to convey Show that, people you're serious. Right? I love that. Yeah, That means yes. you're serious and that means you're probably going to yes. be able to endure the process it's going mm-hmm. to take. So the process is going to include all kinds of failure and setbacks. Embrace those. Be cool with those. Yep. Use those as learning experiences. Yep. I know this is all you know stuff you've heard before. But man, if it's not like the holy grail of what you need to be doing, mm-hmm. forget what you think about things. Just create it. Yeah. Just create the reality. Yeah, you can create do your opportunities. That's it. Yes, go for it. I had to do it. I was <laughs> I was born too. in the complete oh opposite God. family. Yeah. My family didn't know from Hollywood. My dad didn't he did you know didn't want me to leave. He didn't know you know, he, he they just didn't understand yeah. at all. They would do be your like, thing. when are you coming yeah, back do home? your thing. I know. You know, like the people that understood, you know who yeah. understood? My grandparents. Why? Because really? they had emigrated uh, from Italy. There you they go. came to the United States because they were fought, they were following a there, dream. From Sicily, yeah. And they we were, were just talking they, about that. They, yeah. they could, could connect yeah. with what I was doing. These people that survive crossing the ocean and starting a life in a country that they didn't even speak the language. Yeah, um, they understand dreams a little better. Yeah, one million percent. Greatest amount of respect. Well, what I say is like, don't listen to critics, follow your heart, right? I follow my gut and my heart in my work. Everything I do, I just follow like my passion. And it, usually at the end, it works out for me. It's a, a little crazy, a little cray cray the way I do it, but that's okay. I think that's the only way to do it. If you don't have a little right? craziness in your life, life wrong. is short. Follow your dreams, right? You don't want to be dying thinking what you could have done. Exactly. So I always think about that Love moment it. I'm on my deathbed, actually. Yeah, and I exactly. say, Did what I am I going to be thinking? Yeah. And then that helps motivate me to do everything I need to do yeah. today. So, I, so awesome. again, in a dual yeah. reality, yeah. the way I think, I'm thinking way, way far ahead in the future, and I'm thinking right now in the moment. I do Those that, yeah. Things. I live in the moment, too. This was so amazing. Thank you, Thank you. so much with all my heart, Steve Longy. This was <laughs> An incredible cat. Like I said, I'm I'm in the clouds. I'm literally in the clouds. It was such an honor. Thank you so much. Now, Mm -hmm. Cat on the Loose, part of the Latina Podcasters Network. So I'm going to say thank you. Gracias. Obrigada. Grazie. Muitos beijos. Many kisses. And I'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With all my heart. And I'm in line to be your intern. Big hug, dear. Yes, you are. Big hug. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)